Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 569. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Guest, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ahoy. And Tony Korkanakis. Hello. Welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers to 569 of the Gamecast. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, guys, uh, I'll kick us off. What we've we been up to? Just kicking it off. Just doing this right now. Uh, I get to play more Metroid. I haven't finished Metroid yet, though. It's hard. Jesus fucking Christ, that game gets gets challenging <laughs> later on. Um, I'm bad. You know what's the worst part about the game is, and it's been fine. The uh, EMRs. I'm. I just. I'm. It's counter buttons, and this is why I don't play Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I'm. I'm fucking terrible at it. I. I. Nope. Can't do it. I cannot do it. Uh, it's just not. I don't have the timing for this stuff. I can't counter. Well, the, the but, end um, timing in particular is hardest. The hardest counter mechanic. Yeah, that's it. Like, I just normal can't. enemies are, are fine. Oh, yeah. Bosses are fine. Normal, normal enemy bosses. Like I'm actually doing okay with that stuff, but it's EMRs, right? Those are our EMRs. What they're called, right? I think. Yeah, I think I got them right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're the ones that stalk you, and you know you have to have certain things you can have that can fight them. But um, those cool, basically cooldowns, and sometimes you have to counter them, and that's a game over usually for me at that point. Um, so you know. But uh, I'm enjoying the game quite a bit. I, I don't I, I don't understand people's gripes with it. It's maybe the layout of the maps might be um, any gripe you have, I guess, because it it's not quite as I guess not quite as clear some of the stuff as you not clear, but easy to find the paths as as it used to be, I guess is the best way to say. Not quite as blatantly obvious, I guess. Not blatantly obvious, but Metroid blatantly obvious. I, I mean, guess. the thing is, they, they introduced like markers, but people don't use them. And I'm like, well, put a marker there. Yeah, I know. And I, you know, I mean, y- y- you also have like hidden items. They mark it on your map. And, you know, there's certain things you can figure yeah. out. And they usually place an enemy well placed to kind of give you a hint of where you're supposed to freaking go. Mm-hmm. Um, that I noticed. But there's some times where you're just kind of like, okay, where, I'm going in circles here. Where am I supposed to be going? Yeah. Uh, and only to find a hidden wall later on. You're like, oh, Christ. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it, I get some criticism criticism as not holding your hand. But then if, if those people are going to criticize this, then criticize Bloodborne and all those other games that don't hold your hand. Because it's the same idea here. It's just challenging mm-hmm. by finding it's the puzzle. It's right. the exact no, same there's, thing. There's different things. It's not. There's no, it's not. It's, it's the same idea. Where the fuck do I go? I'm going in circles is not as fun as like, I need to beat this challenging boss. It's a totally different type of thing. That's the developer intent though, that you have to find your way. Sure, the but, stage is your, the stage is an enemy. Less... Mm-hmm. Sure, that's why I look it, at it. The stage is an enemy. You're literally doing nothing most of the time then though. If you're just wandering you find, around, get good. Get not, good. Yeah, no, Fuck you. I, I heard that forever. Not, Fuck yeah, you get all. Good. Get good. That's, no, that's I think there's a difference, that's, though. A I agree with Mike though. that, like, this is, I don't think that you can compare. You know what you have to do in most boss fights. You, you know, got to just time it or yeah. have a better run. And you're just doing it over and over. But you know what you have to do. But you know what you have to do. But you know what you have to do in Metroid. You have to find the hidden I do agree. That's different wandering through an empty area you already cleared just wasting your time and you don't feel good once you find it's the wall like, you say not, you say god damn it that was right there fuck you as opposed to being like not, oh good i finally all, it's beat not this like boss. this is an open this is not an open world this is a small contained map like. it, it, you're not wandering forever like you you just gotta find the hidden area in that area you're it's funny how you, hours you, upon hours. jim 
go from complaining about this to defending it. Sure. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm but like, no, no I because, because I, I, I get chewed out. I don't, about I don't not... see a, a correlation between Bloodborne and Metroid as far as like, I see it's very similar. It's a totally different type of. I think, oh, I because think it is a different so type because, of. Okay, wait a minute now. So because I'm better this, this at finding my way through a, a hidden map, but you're better at countering uh, moves, it's completely different? Fuck you. No, it's not. It's the you same just, goddamn You skill. literally just said, once you found your wall, you're like, oh, fuck, there it was. This, that's never the feeling when you beat a hard boss. You say, finally, fuck you, yes. You're happy when you beat a hard you, boss. I'm you're, happy when I, beat a, when I beat a level. You you're like, yes, finally. You for out. like 10 minutes and then go find an unseen wall that you could have yep, went through I right solved, in the beginning. I solved the you puzzle. You solve anything. Rather than, you feel like an idiot. It's a puzzle. You solved it. It's the same idea as timing of a counter. Uh, it's like, oh, you, I, I got to time get that feeling with Bloodborne and Dark Souls of, fuck, why did I die to this boss so many times? There's <clears> definitely <throat> that feeling once you finally beat a boss. You're like, wow, why the fuck did I die so much of that asshole? But you feel more like you conquered something instead of just being I feel like I conquered the stage. For me, there's a big difference. Because one, I don't for, think so. one you ha in a stage that you can't find an exit to, you can look up how, like, where it is, and there's no skill involved for doing that. For a boss, you have to have the skill to beat a boss. Okay, it doesn't matter if you look argue. the shit up. That I can argue, I mean, yes. you can you can pick up a strategy. She's every single boss in any Dark Souls in Bloodborne. It's just a matter of do you actually want to cheese that? Like you can equip like the bow and arrow and just like spam, just run away from the boss the entire time and just whittle them down because they have fine IL. You can absolutely do that. I mean, there's still, still skill involved, more skill involved fighting the balls. No, than but you, and you're playing the game different too, skills. You're doing different something. Skills. No, I, and, I, and I'm not arguing that. And that's, I mean, that's my point. Is that they're different, and that's why they're I wouldn't different. But them. the but the criticism is is people are like, I don't want easy mode to be in Dark Souls because it's supposed to be rewarding when you beat the bosses. Okay, regardless that the fucking checkpoints make you backtrack through areas you've already been through and intention intentionally waste your time and give you opportunities to die on your way back to the boss so you lose all your progression blood points or souls or whatever it is in the fucking game you're playing which just intentionally wastes time how is that skill based no that, that i'm not arguing play the with. game i'm not arguing that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's developer intent that they want to make it hard. They want to make it frustrating. Metroid want you, wants you to explore things. It's developer intent. It's whether you respect it. Or I not. do think, though, that it feels different, though. Like, if you're in an area that you've completely cleared and explored and just going in circles over and over, it just doesn't feel good. Uh, like, in a way that's worse than just they literally give grinding you up against the item boss. in the game. They literally give you an item in the game that will highlight any secrets on the screen you're on. They literally give this to you, like, a yeah, quarter of the way come? in the game. A quarter of the way through the game. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that, again, I don't think that's the argument there. I think the, the, the well, feeling really like people, I think at this point, wandering or the where the hell do I go? Difficulty is not fun and it never has been. But people are more into the I need to fight a boss. That's really hard difficulty now. I think it's nope. a different type of thing. nope, nope. Nope, you're just not seeing the way I see it the exact same way. Like, I don't think it's fun figuring you're out how to finish a boss and kill five times. <laughs> He <laughs> just complained about that and how it's it just terrible. Yeah, well, you can say that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm complain all I want. But he's good about it. Yeah, yeah. So, it's fine. yes. Yeah, I'm not even like like I said. Like, I'm terrible at the timing of it. I'm not. I know what I am. I know what I. Am. However, I am good at figuring out a puzzle on a maze, and I'm sorry you're not. <laughs>
I didn't even say that. I just think it's. I'm just saying, like, saying you, Mike. He's saying I'm you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying I know, but I'm just people. saying that. I'm not attacking I think you, at this Mike. Point in time, you know, I this know. is his chance to sit on a high horse. Let him. Let him enjoy it. <laughs> yes, because I can finally <laughs> be here with these bloodborne counter people who think they're God's gift to gaming, and <laughs> yet complain about, uh, <laughs> you know, a Metroid map. The map mm-hmm. beat them, but the boss didn't. Hey, the, the, you know what? You lost the map. <laughs> So yeah, you lost him of that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's that's really all I've played. Um, so uh, not much time with work, but all right, Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, by comparison, nothing. Just uh, some spooky <laughs> stuff. Played some Phasmophobia. Oh, the new update did come out. Oh right, my god, they they keep making the game harder. And uh, this one, I think, actually, this update makes it almost unfair. Hmm. Uh, they introduced. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they, introduced, uh, they introduced what they call nightmare difficulty. So to figure out, like I don't know if you guys have ever seen streams of the game played, but to figure out what ghost is early on, yeah, what what you have to do is you have to find clues to figure out what type of ghost is haunting the location. And it's uh, a total of three clues will give you whatever entity is is inhibiting that place and stuff like that. So mind you, over you know since the game started, I think they add like eight or nine new ghosts and stuff like that. So it's already harder. They introduce new mechanics for you, like new clues for you to find. But apparently in Nightmare Difficulty, they're like, oh yeah, guess what? Um, one of these clues for the ghost isn't going to show up. So it's like, you'll be waiting for fingerprints. And the game's like, nah, not on Nightmare Difficulty. You're not going to get this one day. And it's totally random. So you're just like, well, we got two out of the three. Guess we have to like figure it out through like context clues because each ghost has certain strengths and weaknesses for like Hunting, how often it hunts, how fast it like chases people and stuff like that. Um, there's uh, what is it? You lose sanity faster, like all this stuff, and it's just like, damn, like this is actually like ball breaking now. Difficulty where I'm just like, this isn't fun. Like it's not fun. Uh, at least for now, uh, I'm I, I felt the same way about the hard mode when I first started that. So maybe after some more experience, that'll change. But um, it's really cool. They introduce an outdoor map, which is really interesting in terms of like uh, every other map has been indoors. Um, I haven't tried it yet because it's a large one and uh, those are recommended. You need four people and haven't been able to get four people on at the same time. But looking forward to it. Really happy that this game keeps on uh, giving free updates. I think I got it for like 14 bucks last year which is you know pretty good. Yeah, no, it's good timing. Good investment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, perfect problem. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike? Well, I'm going to talk about an Bloodborne. unfair boss fight. Please tell me Bloodborne. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about an unfair boss fight. Okay. <laughs> um, so fucking Avengers. Fuck this. <laughs> okay. I did not we expect you to go there. That's the crazy. Artists. Okay. So I'm, I'm playing mostly through the campaigns on there because all the side stuff doesn't really matter unless you want to grind for stuff that I still am not far enough into it to care about. But so War for Wakanda is the latest one. I did the main one, which it was, you know, good. It was definitely more tailored. You had like actual exploration and interesting places and things to look at. The next two Hawkeye ones were okay. Um, but then the War for Wakanda fucking sucks. It's the last one. Wakanda is the least interesting place for some reason, even though it should be more interesting. And they introduce and well, you have to be Black Panther in a lot of it. Not all of it, but... And at first, his 
abilities seem great, but later on you realize he sucks. Um, <laughs> because a lot of what he does, he has an intrinsic ability where he takes damage and he builds up a shield and then he can... But he doesn't take the damage if you hold down a trigger. But that only counts for certain attacks. So you have to constantly see, like, if, if your, thing, your gauge is full or if, you, or if it's the right type of attack that's hitting you to build it up rather than take it away. So basically, you always think you're going to be invincible and you get your ass kicked half the time with him. Um, so anyway, you get, I'm getting, I get to the end of it. And the, the design for what you need to do in this last section is like just old school bullshit that's not in games anymore. You have to protect like from waves and waves of enemies, like three different points that it takes that's forever. still in games. <laughs> I know, but it's... it's Destiny, like, for one. That's their main component. Sure. <laughs> that's their main game. That's their main but thing. It's so annoying. And then uh, after that, you get to this final boss fight there. You fight... I'm sure no one really cares about me name-dropping the characters who fight in this. You fight Claw, obviously, and uh, Crossbones, who mm-hmm. I guess is some gun guy. I don't even know who he is, really. Um, but in this boss fight at the end, there's also turrets aimed at Wakanda that are shielded, and there's a time limit, which is really the, the biggest, the, the height of the bullshit. Um, so the idea is you have to go through certain stages where Claw, or no, where Crossbones drops his shield after off of the turret so you can ha- attack them. So he puts them on himself once you damage him enough. So that takes a while, and then Claw corners you in a one-on-one fight a bunch of times. And you have to dodge everything, and sometimes the dodging doesn't work as it's supposed to, and you get hit. Whatever, it's, it's fine. All of that is fine, but the time goes down, and it's hard, so I died a few times in a row. Um, then one time, the game crashed in, in a transitional cutscene in the middle of this boss fight. And I had to start all the way back to the whole, like, three-point thing, like, literally, like, 20 minutes earlier in the fucking campaign, this super tedious thing that I had to do again. I said, fuck you, but I did it again. I get back again, and I'm doing going farther now. And now I knock down out all of the turrets, and then, oh, by the way, the, uh, the timer for the time counting down is very small in the corner of the screen. Um, Resolution issue so again. Yeah, so I took out all of the turrets finally, and Crossbone leaves, and you just have to fight Claw. So it's, that's it. I'm like, all right, I'm doing good. This is going to be my one to get it, right? But for whatever reason, even though the reason for the timer, which I thought was the turrets, I at least logically, according to the story, was gone. The timer was still going down, and I didn't... And since I focused Crossbones, because he controls the shields, I died to time. Again. After, because <laughs> I didn't kill Claw soon enough, for no fucking reason. So I did this like six or seven times, I said, fuck this. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. So, fuck hmm. the end of War for Wakanda. I don't know why. Are you doing this on your own, or is this something that you do with people, other people? It would, it would probably be easier with other people, but I'm doing it on my own. I think, I mean, that's the thing. I think they're designed to be like, you know, squad based or whatever. But, but this is a campaign thing. Like, they have. Like, that's what these games do, though. Like, Isn't the whole thing like you're supposed to play all the campaign together or no? Yeah, that's what I thought, or at least that's what I thought it was supposed to be. But I don't know. Mike got uh, frozen there for us. So we hey, may yeah, never he's know. He's locked up. 
Wow, he just completely locked up. All right. Um, Corey, what are you been playing? Uh, well, um, until Mike gets back, I'll talk about the fact that I got a PS5. Yeah. So um, I hooked it up. It is a beast of a machine. Like, the, like just like, it's huge, gigantic. And um, so I have it standing next to the television, which seems to be the best way for these anyway. <clears throat> but uh, so I got set up, and first thing I booted up was the Astro bot game that they are, I think Astro mm-hmm. Playroom or something like that, yeah. which is essentially it just gives you a whole bunch of tasks to do that highlight the features of the controller, the, the dual sense controller. And this controller, I have to say, is phenomenal. It is amazing, like the, the way that they implemented all the different things. It's like they perfected what they were trying to do with, you know, DualShock uh, 4. And how's battery uh, life? So far, I haven't had a problem, but okay like it's it is it is beefy and it's heavy it's like much heavier than dual shock good because so that dual shock was feels, so light the dual shock yeah it was terrible the i mean and i, I never had a problem with the the, the battery life personally just because i always had it on charging but um but yeah so like the controller itself feels good and so the one thing i'm, I'm missing is like back buttons i wish they had back buttons but um yeah, the controller is just like that is like the feature of this thing for me. Like it is is blowing my mind because um, I then booted up Death Death Loop, which is the, one of the reasons I got the, the system. Okay. Yeah. And I kept it because I really wanted to play this game. It's essentially a roguelite where you're just constantly trying to go do a run, get as far as you can, re- reset and do it again, and and it fits in the story. Like the whole the whole thing is you're trying to break this loop of dying starting back at the beginning and going again. So it's like, it's cool because the story is implemented into the, the mechanic of the game and you're, you're always progressing, always learning. Um, and so what they do with the controller is like when you reload the, your gun, it has adaptive triggers. If you reload your gun and you jam your gun, you cannot pull the trigger. It oh, physically awesome. won't let you do that. That's cool. Which is really neat. I thought that was awesome. It has, um, you know, just like the Joy-Con, it's got the gyroscope and the um, haptic feedback. So, like, you'll have different fe- feelings when you, like, move left and right and stuff like that. And um, you're talking to someone because, it's like, if you've seen the posters of the game, there's a girl and there's a guy. You play the guy and you're talking to this girl. And she's trying to kill you this whole time. Um, but when you're in the same room with her, it's coming out of the screen. But when you're like um, when she's on the radio, it's coming out of the controller, which the speaker on the controller is really good this time. And it actually makes you feel like you're really in the game way more. It, it really gives you that sense of like uh, immersion where uh, if it was just coming out of like the speaker on the TV, it would, wouldn't be as as neat. But this is, is really cool. Uh, so the controller has been fantastic. I really think that as far as any everything else on this machine, it's the controller that's the most impressive, to be honest. And then, um, yeah, so I just loaded up a few other things there just to see them. But uh, Deathloop looks great, obviously. Plays quick. Uh, everything is really cool. So I'm pretty happy with the PlayStation 5 so far. Yeah. We'll see how it goes going forward. Do have disc version, so I loaded up some of my other, other PS4 games that I got. Um, and it had all of my like PS Plus stuff from before. Excuse me, and my purchases. So uh, you can right. just like download. But one thing I do say, which will say is they they have the Miles Morales upgrade, which is free. So I put my disc in, got the free upgrade. But I had to upload the PS4 version 
of my save in order to yeah. load it into the, the PS5 version of the game. I thought I could just pull the PS4 version off the cloud or whatever, but you can't do that. So hmm. I had to load the PS4 version onto the, the PS5, boot that up, upload the save, and then I could play the game. So I heard that was a longer the worst process. part. The, the, the transition is the hardest part with the PS5 in that they could have ironed out better, but Deathloop, yeah, I'm so psyched to play Deathloop and I wish I could. Um, that's mm. a game I would like to play. It is really yeah. neat. Like they do a cool job of um, like there. He, he's talks to himself in the way he does it. Like he's remembering things from your previous loop and like, there's like writing on like in just floating out there, you know, kind of like, Oh, Oh, what's oh, you guys saw Suicide Squad? You know how it does like that writing on on the in the background, yeah. or whatever. It yeah. does that kind of, and it's like tells you things, uh, but it's really well done. Um, okay. So like you're learning stuff each loop. It's like oh, remember you need the code. Don't forget this code, and so then you have to remember the code for the next stuff. It's cool. It's good stuff. Cool. But yeah, right. Mike, you got frozen there, so we, we didn't yeah, I know. Know what happened? I don't know where. I don't know where I got cut off at. I don't know either. So at this point, we went moved on. But yeah, so Avengers, angry, rant, hate yeah. it. I think you were done. I hate it, but Avengers. Yeah, I think you would finish it, but yeah. And I mean, I've also been playing Lost Judgment. The Lost Judgment. That's right. School stories, which are pretty good. There's also some weird difficulty spikes there too, but whatever. I'm not surprised <laughs> by that game actually. After experiencing Blast Dragon, so one thing I forgot to mention. Uh, I was reminded by Mike's bullshit comment was I did manage to play uh, the new Mario Party game uh, with some people on Friday night. Right. Uh, cool. And this game continues. It's a uh, it's classic old school tradition of just being bullshit. Like here's a star. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we had uh, at one point in the night we had eight people. Uh, so we did teams of of two, four teams of two, and we just passed uh, between each player um, for rounds and stuff like that, which ended up working out pretty well. Um, Boot and I were on our team, and uh, we just no. fucking ran people like we just ran. Why do they let that the happen? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, how happened, but I don't know, um, blocked immediately in our group. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we picked Mario, we're just like, all right, let's let's run this thing. Uh, but it is so fun if you liked Mario Party one through three or four through six, whatever the GameCube ones were, recommend this game highly. Like, it's oh. old school, old maps, old mini games. Like, the thing I would say is. You know how most Mario Party games you're like, you have a couple great games, some good ones, and then some stinkers. Mm-hmm. I haven't found a stinker at all in this game because it's just a hundred really? games handpicked from the first like six or seven games. So like you got classic bumper balls, um you, oh, have, nice. Shy Guy, you have Shy Guy Says, you have Book Squirm, yes. you have the um one where you have to like uh, do the Mario Classic or shape the face, stuff like yep. that. Um it, it's it's just so fun because like literally like we, we spent like probably 30 minutes just playing minigame mode too, where like you can just play that. Um, and mm. they have the different board variations too. Like, so bumper balls, there's apparently three different versions of that. I didn't know that. Uh, Mario party one, two, and three all were a little oh, wow. different apparently. Um, so you can pick that and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just uh classic Mario party hate, not like the newer ones where it's like, yeah, we're only going to let you hate on your friends a little bit. Um, just, <laughs> you know, we don't want things getting too rowdy here. This one's just like, Gloves are coming off, and literally, because they brought back the dueling glove. Um, Buddha and I, we uh, got to duel Happle and his girlfriend Jess, and we stole all their coins. It was <laughs> lovely. Like they, she just, she's like, I'm done. Like she's, I'm done. 
I'm done with Because <laughs> what okay. happened was, it was really funny, the sequencing. They had landed on a Bowser space, lost half their coins to Bowser, and then we landed on them, or the next turn, whatever. We dueled them and took whatever was remaining. So they went from like 100-something coins to zero in one turn. <laughs> it was amazing. Just wow. chef kiss. So highly recommend Great. All right. Uh, let's get into some news here. We've with their own multiverse what? game. Didn't hear yeah. any uh-huh. of that, Jim. <laughs> oh, thank you, Internet. Uh, we have Warner Brothers working now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Warner Brothers with their own multiverse game. Really? Mentioned this last week. We Did we really? It I thought it was afterwards. Early. It was very early in it. We didn't know for sure. Oh, that's real. right. They came out as we were doing it, I believe. Now we have the image leak of actual roster characters. Right? I mean... No. So, uh, yeah, Batman's in there. There's some DC stuff. Wonder Woman, Rick and Morty, uh, Gandalf, Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny. What a weird combination. Shaggy, of course. Shaggy, yes, which we mentioned (laughs) in the podcast last week. So, Um, yeah, apparently this is like a real thing that may not ever see the light of day, but it's real-ish right now, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Let's see Superman fight uh, Tom and Jerry. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. Why not? I, hey, listen, Nickelodeon's been getting pretty good feedback from their game. Like, it's not terrible. It's pretty good. No, so, it's good. I, I've got yeah. it. Um, I played it a little bit. I need, it needs more content. content. Voices. Yeah. yeah. Voices it needs, too, but content. Yeah, I was too. thinking about it, and then I was like, why would I get that? I'll just get Smash, I guess. You can just get Smash, exactly. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, because like, like, the, the thing is, like, my boys would love to play a game like that, I'm sure, but, like, Smash oh, that's true. Game. That's true. Troy, that's what you gotta do. You gotta grow your kids up on Smash, man. Well, well I mean, the thing is, like, over, like their favorite game it's is over. Kirby. There's which no is future. So funny. Like, <laughs> it was there, like, there was a moment I think we didn't have the, the Nintendo online for like a day or something. And mm-hmm. that day was like they were trying to get into Kirby and they couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, like, why is Kirby working? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, all right. Um, we talked about last week the Xbox reveal from. Halo, right? Infinite? We did. Um, mm-hmm. I put it on here and I, th- I forgot we had talked about that. There's some older news I went through, through today that just I forgot we talked about. But I gotta say, like, never, yeah, if you look at Craig, it was Craig like last. That. Craig looks yeah. way better. Holy cow. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, saying, really like, I feel like they should have to. Yeah, well, sure. yeah, they, that game looked like it was on an Xbox. Like, like Not an said, Xbox, anything. Just like, Xbox. It looked like Halo, probably Halo 1 and 2. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, I uh, think I remember even saying like I was like, "Oh, like this is what original Halo on original Xbox would look like reimagined." Nope. And I was expecting like a transition, like one of those, like you know, things, and it never happened. It fucking Did, never happened. Didn't we? You I mentioned Activision's. Sorry, go on. You actually what? Nothing. No, I didn't watch it because I don't really care about the campaign until maybe the co-op comes, <laughs> then I might do it. Yeah, I won't touch a campaign until co-op. co-op yeah, comes I'm psyched actually. for it, but. Act- we mentioned Activision suspending, though, right? We do, yeah, but we don't have co-op yet. I'll wait too. But we mentioned Activision suspending BlizzCon, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we did, right? Yeah, we talked. But about we have time. newer Activision Blizzard news to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I didn't put it yeah. on there. I didn't put it on from. Uh, like, so I think Schreier tweeted something out there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one thing, Bobby Kotick did sub- uh, some oh, of the press right. release. That's right. Committing certain things over the next, like like $250 million over 10 years to promote diversity in their, um, you know, 
uh, workplace, employment, workplace, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, um, uh, support for you know uh, LGBTQ stuff. Um, the the one really 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 good thing that people were pushing back on was the um, non disclosure agreement things when they settled for sexual harassment stuff. I forget the lawyer term, but basically, if somebody ever had an issue with another person and they settled it, like that person, if they took the money, they lost the ability to ever talk about it publicly. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of a shitty thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So they got rid of that, um, which is a real win. But um, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. We'll see, you know, how things go. But that was last mm-hmm. week, late last week, and then this week <laughs> with uh, <laughs> the Activision yes. Blizzard. Uh, Investor call. So first off, um, they did an update on their pipeline. I'm reading the slide right now. Uh, the first bullet goes, as we have worked with new leadership in Blizzard and within the franchises themselves, particularly in, in certain key creative roles, it has become apparent that some of the Blizzard content planned for next year will benefit from more development time to reach its full potential. Second bullet. While we are still planning to deliver a substantial amount of content from Blizzard next year, we're now planning for a later launch for Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 than originally envi- envisaged. I don't know why they say that instead of envisioned. But, uh, yeah, so short story, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 not come out in uh, 2022. Hmm. Uh, yeah, probably not. I mean, right. what what was Overwatch 2? Like, what the heck? Oh, it seems <laughs> we, we knew Overwatch, uh, Diablo 2 or Diablo 2. Diablo 4 was not coming anytime soon when they showed it at the BlizzCon a couple years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, I don't know if, uh, I mean, we all imagined three to five years, right? That's what we thought like, at that yeah. point. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised, but like, Overwatch, it seemed like they weren't doing anything different. Well, no. It's like, well, well, that's the thing. They, they, my understanding of the situation, I could be wrong, was that they pulled like all the major updates that they could have possibly done for Overwatch One to like make it seem Overwatch Two. Like aside from the PVE, because right. that was going to be exclusive mm-hmm. voice. But even like champion updates or new champions and new stages, mm-hmm. like all that was thrown out the window because they wanted to focus. Well, not that like it was. I felt like instead of putting it into Overwatch One, they were just going to put it into Overwatch Two. It's right, like, right, oh, right. We all the shit. So it's instead of yeah, giving it to you guys here, we're going to make you buy it over there right well but the thing is anything multiplayer you're supposed to supposed to be getting which will probably change now that um jeff mm-hmm. uh, is no longer you know with the company and stuff like that but anyway like the end result is overwatch one has suffered a lot like um i didn't even yeah, watch no a single for, i didn't even watch yeah. a single game of uh, overwatch league this year i mean we went to the first two yeah. um like of their their championships and like i was excited to do that like as a like annual thing and yet yeah. it just like died off and then obviously everything with activision and just there's been no real hype like surrounding mm-hmm. the at all like they it's like uh, even like the what's the freaking character's name that had the arg like uh, sombra which one sombra, oh yeah like, that's I mean, right like, even with that like there's something to like be interested in but like it hasn't been at all and they've just been teasing overwatch 2 for like three years so well yeah it's so bad now that i think they do need overwatch 2 they need to sort of Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's kind of a trick they need to get new people to play it again and i'm just regurgitating content now (laughs) yeah yeah they got to do their their sports game release Mm -hmm. even though it took six years or something so i mean they did a great job in the beginning you know and then 
They like that first year of Overwatch was amazing. The first year of Overwatch, even for even second year was great too. I played a lot too. It's not even my type of thing normally, but I I enjoy that. I just remember that being like so awesome. I I remember saying because it it was I think it was either my (laughs) game of the year or runner up, and I said it would make like if it kept it up, I would consider like top of the generation like in that list. Mm And I'm glad I didn't because it it fell from grace after that second year. And it's like, oof, like this is shame. They just they just all they had to do was close their hand and instead they dro- just drop the ball. Yeah. Just like, literally, let's make every decision possible to fuck over this game and its community. Yeah, let's go, guys. Woo! Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. like they're trying to be everything for everyone, and it just didn't yeah. didn't work. And um, yeah, so that yeah. was the. One bit of bad Activision Blizzard news, but the second bit, because it always comes in twos, right? Uh, Activision Blizzard also announced today that Jen O'Neill is stepping down from her role as Blizzard co-leader, which she started in August, like with Mike Ibarra. Mm -hmm. So now Ibarra will become the sole leader of Blizzard. Yep. Uh, He and O'Neill stepped in after Jay Allen Brack's departure as Blizzard president, which happened after the California Department of Fair Employment Housing sued Activision Blizzard for sex discrimination in the workplace. Uh, before she leaves Activision Blizzard at the end of the year, O'Neill will transfer her responsibilities to Ibarra and work in a new role determining the use of the grant. Um, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick commented on O'Neill's departure in an interview with uh, Dean Takahashi. I had a lot of confidence, and still do, in Jen's ability to lead. I think she really wants to go and transform the industry. Her mission in life is making great games and transforming the industry so that gaming, as more women enter the workforce, is more inviting and welcome to women. It will be a great opportunity for us to partner with her as she leads the change. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty fucking bad that uh, one co-leader that you specifically handpicked yep. uh, leaves after three months. Three months. Mm-hmm. Three fucking... And you know that decision just didn't happen like overnight. So she probably was thinking about it for at least a solid month, I would guess. And it's not like, <laughs> so, like they've really produced anything in right. that that's like, like <laughs> the first month is probably like hey here's gonna be your new roles your new responsibilities yada 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 second month is probably like all right what do you want to do for you know outline you know the, the year for 2022 for us and she's probably like nah fuck this i'm out uh not a good look not a good look at all no. i no. gotta admit this is this is really bad this uh, and especially <laughs> it being the the woman the, of the yeah, two, the, the, yeah unfortunately yeah. and that's what makes it worse <laughs> yeah and uh this monkey bar guy fucking because i think he came from xbox apparently he fucking <clears throat> sells runs in wow from his guild like for real money like he will like run you you through like con- like him and his guild will run you through content and stuff like that I'm like you're get good yeah <laughs> i mean th- yes i i 100 agree with that statement but like it somehow seems like conflict of interest if you're the now sole president of uh blizzard and you're selling runs services yeah like that's that (laughs) seems necessarily yeah yeah that seems really really weird to me so uh yeah um not not a good look for activision blizzard gotta say gotta say um it's just very disappointing that uh yeah it just does not like it doesn't seem like they're going from i don't know a good play they're you're just getting worse and worse and worse. And it's literally every month. It's like, what's going to happen to this train wreck? Like, now it's on fire. Mm-hmm. Now acid rain. Now submerging underwater. Keep it there for a while. It's like, all right. <laughs> honestly, what more can happen? I don't know. 
I'm afraid to say that, but what more could happen at this point? Oh, God. Fucking Blizzard, man. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Well, it's the, like they give, keep, they keep on giving for news. I mean, you can constantly talk about them, but uh, let's talk about Skydance, Skydance new media, uh, which They're is, not a good um, yeah. Yeah. Um, headline by Amy Hennig. If we all remember her from uncharted and a previously unreleased star Wars game that got canceled. When, when did she leave naughty dog between which games? Three and four, three to four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was, Three. I don't yeah, think she during, was. I thought it was during Four's development because we talked about how much the game could hurt, you know, be hurt from the fact that she left really early on. Um. Hmm. So. But she yeah, so she was credited on three. She was credited on three. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. She she left in four. Um. But. Um. Yeah. So she she's in Skydance New Media right now, who has announced a collaboration with Marvel for a triple A action adventure game. Um, which yeah, is starring so, Shiva, right? Did they give who was starring? I think I saw that. I didn't see, was, see that. I didn't hear that anywhere. But because they were like, I didn't. The chick it's not from the one link the we looked at, at least. Hmm. I have to look that up. I thought they said um, that somewhere. But yeah, Marvel's going all in with their gaming. Finally, yeah. See if they hit. <laughs> what is the sky? Huh? What's the sky name of this company? Skylands? Sky what? What did we just um, say? Skydance. Skydance. Skylands is where I get my knee surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing it live. Yeah, <laughs> Well, well yeah, been, I mean, it's 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 good for Marvel. I mean, I Amy think Hedig, uh is you know one of the best writers in the business. I would say. Um, I mean, she's. I mean, narrative writing. Think about Uncharted one, two, and three. How great that. Was. I mean, the four was fine. Too. I mean, that's her was, bread and butter. Four was good. I thought. Yeah. Better than three, mm-hmm. but. Um, story wise, three was great. Story wise, gameplay wise. Like I don't know. Uh, after uh, after the second one, I'm like, are we going to just have Elena gets mad at me to do the storyline again? <laughs> but um, no, I I liked I, I like this idea. I just read through it, though. a few things temper my expectations a little bit. Where you talk so much about it being like narrative interaction or like a story based thing, I think of something a little more. No, I think you're reading too much. You're reading way too much into that. It's it's going to be a third person action adventure, no question about it, no question in my mind. There's like I bet that's like I what she I threw another yeah I one hundred percent. That's yeah. that was what her Star Wars game was going to be, and then you know fucking EA killed it. I mean, how long has it been since she put out a game though? That's the only thing that's like, dang, sucks. It's like every game she starts oh, yeah. to work on, fuck, yeah, you get get fucked, <laughs> canceling yep. it all. Exactly. I mean, stability in the game industry, but. Yeah, I mean, it's good, and, you know, Marvel uh, could obviously use it. Uh, it's actually interesting, because I saw a thread the other day after this was announced about how somebody was complaining how somehow, uh, you know, to start, I guess, Fan Wars, it's like, how did Warner Brothers let slip their video game, um, you know, superhero stuff so much with DC, and Marvel just comes out of nowhere in the matter of, like, three to four years, and it's, like, just pumping out, you know, quality releases and stuff like that. And they cited, like, the issues of Rocksteady 
even the question of like eh, Suicide Squad, like is it even going to be good and stuff like that? Well, <laughs> it was the opposite for so long. No, no, <laughs> I know it was. But that's the whole like, point. I think right, to make the whole point. It's like it's like you're so far ahead for what, like ten years. I mean, that's the thing. It's like DC had the video game market pretty well locked down, and Marvel had the movie side of things, and then Rocksteady decided not to make fair. a game for like ten years, and and uh, Montreal's like, well. Our games suck. Let's just keep remaking them until we can put something out that doesn't suck. But well, maybe it'll still suck. So who knows? I mean, I've gone over ad nauseum now what I think has happened between Rocksteady and Montreal in the last five years or so. But you know, Rocksteady just got sick of doing the same thing over. That's why they wanted to make a tank game and put it in their Batman game. Uh, I think they're just like fans will ask, kept asking for this. We're like, we'll show you what you fucking asked for. You get it, and then here's what you get. But, <laughs> you know, like this shit. but um, uh, let's let's not act like we've had like a big renaissance here either. We've had a few bad Marvel games and a few good ones that have come now. I'm playing Avengers now, but it's still not good. Um, and we have. I'm pretty last sure last week didn't you say it was good? It's better than I thought it was. <laughs> How it's many hours are you your time into apparently? It's it's okay. I liked it enough where I would have liked to play a Spider-Man, but actually I don't know if I'm going to have the same I mean, for that. That's the, the thing is like Spider-Man and Miles Morales have really like opened people's eyes to like what a video game of a um, you know, next-gen superhero could be oh. after Arkham. Like those two games are fantastic. Should be a type of Arkham, yes. Mm-hmm. And with like um, with your favorite character, so like I'm super excited for Wolverine and Spider Man Two, and so like, of course, like I'm more excited for those no, games than any D thing. Like, DC's like I said last week, one. like I remember, you know, growing up, like I played mostly Marvel games, and <clears> like I had like the X Men Legends games, I had Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I had that Wolverine game that everyone's bringing up again now that there's going to be a Wolverine <laughs> game. Um, that was on a 360. That one that wasn't even that long ago. Yeah. They, they Same were company, Raven, Raven, Raven Soft make that. Um, from the people that did uh, the X Men, I think so. Yeah, X-Men. I mean, they they were great. Um, so and then Batman and shit was DC had nothing then, the uh, at that time. And then you know, Arkham came along and Justice came along and that carried them for a while. And now, where are they? So I'm ready to get back into Marvel games. I'm I've got what I needed from DC. I'm good for a while still. Um, yeah. Although I would love I to see like, like a Ultimate Alliance come back as well. Like the Switch game, I, what happened? Like you come I, out with a see, Switch like, It came out. It could have been better. Now, it was a product I, of its. The problem with the Ultimate Alliance was it was a product of its unfinished product. I mean, it's, it, it just wasn't complete enough. Like I feel like if they, I don't, I don't know. If it was a lesser game than two. It, uh, I don't know if I'd agree with that. Best. I think, I think it was. Shit. I've, I think it was just a different story approach. wise to a shit. Yeah. Oh, story wise was a, I don't know, whatever. Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to argue about the Civil yeah, War storyline. Story. I just think like there's certain things that like destructive environments and interactive environments that minor things like that that are low hanging fruit that they should have had in that game. And I feel like no. the fun factor of Ultimate Alliance was kind of missed with that. And I think that's what hurt the game. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I'm not saying it was I a bad agree. game. I'm just saying it wasn't. No, yeah. I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it was a bad game. I'm not saying it was a great game. I think it was a serviceable it was game. Okay, it was. Yeah, guess, it, was, it was good. I would yeah. say good. Um, you know, seven to eight range. You know, somewhere in there. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it still came out and it still scratched that itch. 
uh, and I'm pretty sure it's the best-selling Ultimate Alliance game. Uh, I might have to pick that up, though, for my kids. You know, I mean, you might as well. Um, you know, had a successful DLC. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure a sequel is somewhere in the works because they even I hope like, so. left it I'd open. Love to see. I mean, that's the thing. Is like they had the, just... a great stepping stone to like for a great game. Like it was a good stepping stone for a yeah, game. yeah. It was a good base. That's what I said. Like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance four. Yeah, I'd love to see that. You know. Um, with you know uh, more things we talked about like uh, more variation with with base moves, destructible environments, you know stuff like that. But it was serviceable. It came out, Abilities. you know. It, yeah. I mean, the series was dead for what a decade, like right. And it had all decade, the characters right, too. Like it wasn't yeah. like no. I mean, hey, where's the X Men? This, <laughs> this is what does yeah. frustrate me a little bit. If you, I want to like combine the Avengers game and Ultimate Alliance into like a good Ultimate Alliance game. Because you choose different paths, you really have a lot more to sort of like customize. You choose passive abilities or or active abilities and like supers for in Avengers, and that you don't do really any of that in the new Ultimate Alliance, where all those the um, sort of micromanaging comes in is in the ISO eight system, which you have way too much of by. And game yeah. that, and you're just fucking yeah. sifting through it. You don't know what half of it does. You have to read it, and you, it's yeah. way too much. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, just, not, it's also need, not interesting. It was needless to complain. It's like one percent. I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, I guess it's all gonna add up by the end. But like, I'm just like, I don't feel more powerful when mm. I get this upgrade. You know, like, it's not, yeah. It's <laughs> the only game. thing, like, I I went pretty deep into it. I ended up cheesing levels by adding like <clears> for every character in my group of four had like team XP boosts. And I would just have them like do one challenge thing over yeah, and over again in. to just get levels up real quick for the characters. So that was interesting, but it's just too much to deal with. And that's not where the complexity, that's not where I want the complexity. I want it more yeah. character based. Absolutely. I could see that. But I, I think we're going too deep into the particular Ultimate Lens. I mean, just not. No, the, I, I know. I know. The, but the it's just the, the, the Marvel, the exciting the news of a Marvel universe. I, I'm, the only thing I'm worried about is like. Yeah, let's. I, if it gets I, I, yeah, I just want to see this game like actually come out. Like, will but, this game but, actually come out? But, but it's in Marvel's best interest to make this happen because, unfortunately, you know, she had her beef with Naughty Dog. Yeah, it was in, uh, wouldn't you think it was in Star Wars' best interest to put out a Star Wars game by Amy Hennig? Not, too? Like, but it's not Star Wars' best interest. It was fucking EA's best interest, dude. That's true. Well, again, yeah, yeah. it would have been. Wanted... It should have been their best interest. Except they but, just closed the studio. But, dude, like, fuck EA you guys. doesn't but, want that. EA but, just, but this is what EA is. Like, what why if, are you guys surprised when EA does that game? Yeah. yeah. What if it was Boba Fett in that game, though? Is that why they canceled it? <laughs> no, but it, I mean, I think it was like well, a Well, I mean, they put, they put out um, the, the Respawn game. What was that called? Jim? What? Oh, the, the Jedi Fall, Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Order. Put that yeah. out. I think I think they're making a se- the sequel supposed to come pretty soon for that. So I think we get the announcement at the VGAs. Well, I don't know. I just I don't get it. I don't know. Like, it's weird, but, but uh, I, mean, I don't know. I think that this is. I'm I'm excited for this. So we're expecting a uncharted like single player story based thing here, right? Yes, sure. absolutely. There's no question in my mind. Absolutely. Like, nope. You're gonna get some Marvel character. Like honestly, I kind of wonder if this is gonna be a Deadpool game. Honestly, <laughs> like <laughs> just reading like the AAA narrative. Like, um, you know, I, I think of a character that would be interesting to. I don't know, play off of others or even like be able to like talk aloud and stuff like that. 
And I just think throwing yeah. like the the ability, like the popularity of Deadpool. I mean, is Deadpool it gonna be Nolan North? Great is it gonna be too. Nolan North again? Probably, yeah. dude. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nolan well. never played him. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. He played him. He's been Drake. He's Iron Man in this game <laughs> I'm playing now. <laughs> it's everywhere. Uh, I mean, probably, I, mean I, I posted the a tweet by the actress. She yeah. tweeted out that she was working on it. But yeah. he, but again, if it was a Deadpool game, he could even make a joke about it. It's like, hey, why am I, you know, why do I sound like Cable and and Iron yeah. Man and all that stuff? Like, you'd actually absolutely do. Either way, I think it's really cool news. Um, excited to mm-hmm. see. Hopefully, Amy finally gets a win in her category. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be nice. Maybe nice. Yeah. Like, we've been wanting to see her games for the past like ten years. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's been a while. Like, let let her make a game. Like, let it come out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, no, it's a Marvel revolution. Actually, I think I probably will eventually get uh, the Guardians game too. I'm yeah, gonna get that great game. Reviews. I'm getting that game. I bet you that's a Black Friday special. I yep. bet you that's I'm thirty bucks. I'm picking it up. Yeah. It's a holiday game. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the GameCast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us all you can geek at gmail.com. You can Twitter, Facebook, if you're watching this on YouTube that I just cut out a little bit. A little. It's all right. Though. God damn it. It's when I'm, when I'm talking a lot. If you're watching this, Facebook, uh, watching this on uh, YouTube, thank you. Subscribe and Twitch TV. On Twitch TV, subscribe. Watch us on there live. Thanks, guys. See you next week.